on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Six minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your Saturday. Heading for a top of 19 degrees in Sydney. 19 in Newcastle, Brisbane, a top of 24. Taking a look at the forecast for Sydney's enclosed waters for today. Northwesterly, about 10 knots should be the winds. Uh, seas, 0.5 of a metre and sunny if you're thinking of heading offshore. You may want to think again, to be honest with you. Westerly, 15 to 20 knots turning northwesterly during the morning and the early afternoon. Winds reaching 25 knots offshore early in the morning and again late in the evening. Seas 1 to 2 metres, decreasing to 1 metre around midday, then increasing to 1.5 later on in the evening. The second swell will be coming from the east uh, to uh, southeasterly below a 1 metre. Forecast is for mostly sunny. There is a strong wind warm. Morning, current for Macquarie, Hunter, Sydney, Illawarra and Batesman's Coast as well. Kieran Riki, good morning to you. Good morning, Mr Boyden. How are you? I'm very well. Well, I'm a lot better than what I was last Sunday. Last Sunday I nearly fell off the perch. So. You're looking green around the gills. How are the tides for today? The tides are not too bad. Uh, the matter of fact, Six, up and down. 6.33am.58. Low tide. There's a high at 1240, 1.28. Woo, woo, woo. Yes, woo. Woo, because woo. somebody gave me the tides this morning without pointing. He said that the low tide will be at 635.25. The high tide will be 1251, 107. No, wrong. I'm talking Fort Denison in Sydney. No, yes, no. exactly. The particular little Vegemite that provided the information forgot to put the fact until last. No, I told you it was pit water. He owned up straight away. No, I told you it was pit water, you liar. Excuse me. Out liar. Everyone (laughs) in the real world talks tides at Fort Denison. Well, my Bureau of Meteorology says pit water. He, we spoke about cushions on the new boat. Yeah, he needs, he needs a cushion there yeah, because it was too hard on his bot bot. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it, again, he wants everything for nothing. As yeah. soon as you become a bloody yachty, <laughs> got to get it all for free. Now, can I finish the tides, please? Yes. <laughs> it's a high tide of 1241.28 and a low this evening at 6.04pm.79. And now, by the way, your, your weather forecast, that was the same forecast on Monday when we went up to Pitwater, took the boats up there, yeah. and it was flat as a tack in about five to seven knots. I know, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? <laughs> you could not get any That's wind. That's the problem, see. People get 
blase about this. They say, oh, I've been out plenty of times. The forecast said it was going to be bad, but it wasn't bad. Hmm. So they stopped taking notice of it. And then you do get a bad day and you're in trouble. Yeah, and that was slightly outside the expected 40% with the, the, the reduction of winds. But, hey. Single figures, yeah, from 20 to 25, it's more than 40%. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I was sort of like, well, okay, it's going to be a long. What did it turn out? Seven and a half hours from mooring to mooring. That was a long time on the tiller. A three-hour cruise. <laughs> he was whinging like a Speak baby. Speak to the microphone. He was whinging like a baby with a sore thumb. Oh, no, so when I, was I whinging? About, oh, look, no. at, look at the conditions. Look at i got to go, blah, blah, blah. I, I spent more time in neutral than I did in gear. Hey, <laughs> hang on. I, I will admit, when I went to my other job, I was watching, kept watching uh, the forecast and the bureau. They kept saying the wind's going to get more and more in the afternoon. It turns Man, out... It dropped off. Well, no, it was 26 when I was going into Manly. It was it was blowing a oh, gale. Oh, you're Sunday now. On I'm Sunday, yeah. And I'm going for my first ever solo mooring on, on, the, on the yacht, and I'm thinking... And I've got no depths. It's just like, this is getting tragic. I don't like the way this is shaping up. But hang then on, the next day on. turned out beautiful. Manly so. ferries run over there backwards and forwards. You've got no problem about running aground over Manly outside the nets. No. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't know what the depth was at the nets. So. Plenty. But I got in I got in easy and got it first go, so there was no drama. Actually, went and had some lunch and uh, dinner in Manly. It was quite nice. Good to see. Mm. Mm. Good to see you spending a quid or two. It cost you a dollar or two at Manly. Doesn't oh. cost you anything for parking, though, so I was pretty parking happy about that. As long as you come home, come back and your boat's still there, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. the dinghy jo- I must admit, it was a bit weird just leaving the dinghy on the beach there and wandering off. I kept sort of, you know, staying close so I could look back down to see if it was still there. It was fine. Yeah, summertime's a problem. Wintertime's not. It's too cold. But no, that no, was a nice little trip up there. It was lovely. There was a lot of fish on the sounder going up. Yeah. Lots and lots of fish. I was so tempted myself. to do something, but I had really thought, no, just concentrate on the job at hand. This is what we're going to do. Throw something in. I had my well, mind. Well, your mate that was with you, because you go that slow, you couldn't throw in again. Yeah, you could. It'd sink pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did get up to five point one knots at one stage. He was complaining on Sunday if you got the oars. Uh, huh. Like I said, you know, they only the law says you only got to have one. No, actually, boats over six meters don't have to have a paddle. Don't have to have a paddle. Because, no, Just a paddle a doesn't do much over six knots. Yeah. Six knots. <laughs> no, that, that was on the Saturday. On the Saturday, I went down to you know I wanted to sight the mooring and work out where it was so that it'd be an easy navigation. And even if it was a bit late, you know, potentially a bit dark, at least I and I did a couple of practice runs in in the dinghy from different areas to make sure I could learn the boats around me. And when I put the boat in, put the pumped it up, put the motor on. Oh no. Where are the oars? Uh-huh. <laughs> right, they came and get the oars. Did he? Did he? Well, I wasn't going to pretend. I wanted to also wanted to give the motor a bit of a run too. So I, I thought, no, I'm I'm definitely going to do this the proper now, way. I think I remember asking you the question. Oh no, here we go. Before you bought that motor, are you getting a long shaft or a short shaft? I was told by everyone short shaft. Did and I, there's no I, way in the world on. that is a short did shaft. Did I tell you short shaft? I can't remember. No, I didn't. Didn't you? No. Well, it doesn't matter because I'm buying my next one from you, so it's going to be an easy bloody... The thing is, for yachts and those sort of tenders, have you got an adjustable um, plate that you can move it up and down? Do you drop it down with that or not? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but it still needs a long shaft. Still needs a long shaft. And the idea of that being able to lift it up is the long shaft will come out of the water. Come out of the water. as soon as it heals one way or another, preferably to the right, the motor comes out of the water, as you found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> That's why they put long shafts on there, right? Hmm. Hmm. It's the last what time we know. Last time I listened to uh, people I buy boats off, put it that way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, you didn't buy it off me. No, I didn't buy it off you. I'm referring to the old owner. Oh, hey, yeah, hey. mate, it's fine. You can sail it up. Rubbish. Of course. <laughs> Six they months later. Just give me your money. That's all. Uh, uh, but it's a nice trip up there. The weather was beautiful. How beautiful is mm-hmm. that coastline going up over the northern beaches? It, like, it's better over the southern beaches, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> the sun was shining. Glass was is an, greener. That's it. They got black and white cows down That's south. Yeah. The swell was perfect. We picked an awesome day. Yeah, good day for it. And I was back on the back on at the berth before seven o'clock. Yeah. So I forgot that you had to make your way. I was trying to make as much speed as we could. Obviously, try. We got about an hour and a half worth of sailing. Uh, before the winds just went to nothing. And when they came back, it was just on the nose, and yeah. I was trying all different angles. Did you see old mate and his um, $40 million? Uh, yeah, he came about 20 metres away from yeah, the Teddy South. Yeah, doing about I did 600 that. knots. Oh, no, he's doing about 20 knots to make the maximum wave to wash up. Yeah, it, it certainly did that. It certainly did that. The boom got me yeah. on the way through. Oh, good. Bang! Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Oh, some powerboat bloke in a, in a plastic fantastic, about a 65-footer. All oh, right. You know, so he goes 20 metres off the side of Grant's boat in the opposite direction just yeah. to leave a big hole. So, uh, yeah. I didn't care. It was quite a funny anyway. No, but it's supposed to stay 30 metres away mm. from another boat. Mm. Of course, a sailing boat could duck or dive somewhere, and he would have been sitting there drinking his Chardonnay or his Bubbles. There were, there were two of them on the bridge. They waved. Oh, they they waved. were nice enough to wave, at least. <laughs> you, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy our wash. You. They, were, they were waiting for you to go down. Yeah, uh, probably. Now, we've got a um, an email here from Dennis Donald. Yes. Well, Dennis, I suggest you be listening at five past six. Yes, I will be talking to Mark Banaziak. And, yes, I will be talking about the rock fishing and how surf life saving have recommended that those to fish off the rocks wear uh, waders and gum boots. Oh, that's that's smart, isn't it? Yep, that's really intellectual. Well, that just makes sure they will drown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. That's and he says uh, perhaps they should engage the Recreational Fishing Alliance. Well, let me tell you, they were engaged some years back prior to uh, the COVID and uh, received a rather large sum of money for a, a couple of people involved in that to assess what rock ledges they were supposed to go and physically look at them. Instead of that, they just rang tackle stores. Uh, but yeah, you're right, buddy. Uh, but we will be discussing that. He said that to me yesterday, that that's another subject that he wants to bring up today uh, that he brought up in Parliament. Yeah. Oh, look, it's... Um I can understand why they give some money to surf life saving because they're the Johnny on the spots. If someone goes over when they're rock fishing, normally the closest people and the closest mm. assets you've got is surf life saving. And they've got the ducks and the bits and pieces they can get out there in a hurry. So you've this got to remember true. that. But this was an allocation of two hundred and five million. No, no, that two hundred and five million, Kieran. Yeah. Um was Andrew Constance pulled out of it, wasn't it? It's not. It was two hundred and five thousand provided the surf life saving. Look at the top. There's another for down the bottom. Two hundred and five million was what Andrew Constance pulled out of the fund to do some other stuff. One's got other a K. Stuff. One's got an M. Yeah, other stuff. <laughs> okay. It was. Well, 
obviously, like Surf everything else with the government... down if they got $205 million, they'd be wrapped. <laughs> yeah, you know, they just moved, they moved the goalpost accordingly yeah. to suit... Uh, it was only ever going to be a maximum of 10% ever taken from the trust fund. That was what the agreement was to push it to have people pay a licence fee, which is now a fishing fee. Um, but for some way or other, we seem to be paying for fisheries officers. The, and, uh, the 10% you're talking about was a management fee. They capped the uh, management... Uh, yes. Administration fee. That's right, the management fee. Not about what gets delivered out no, to different things. No, not expenditure. was... But uh, when we put down what... What did people want? They wanted, uh, you know, more facilities. Yeah, well, that's what... Better facilities. It was originally the Wadamp Fund, which was Waterways Access Development Management Plan in 1996, established by Brett Moore. That's what it was, and 50% of all registrations. And that's why they brought in the boat code system to actually physically measure every boat and you paid your registration on the length of the vessel. Before, it's just right down, you can have a two-metre boat and say it's a 10-metre boat, and they had no way of checking it. Once in '96 they changed it over to international standard so that all boats must be measured in a set way, and that's why now, even if you've got a boat that's 40 years old that's never been sold to anyone, you're the original owner, you go to sell it now, you've got to have it boat-coded because it's the only way they can tell the actual length of the vessel. And that works on how many people can carry, what goes on with that. So that's been in force now for nearly 30 years. Talk about little boats and boats. What about this uh, crossfire, the 449? Ah, I think Karen's going to go out and grab one of these. No, price. he's not. I'm not selling him one. He's too old to get in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> he agrees with that. <laughs> I mean, I did read where it's nice and stable in the water and everything, but... There's stable and then there's Kieran stable. You need to be tied down like Sid Fisher was in his last Sydney to Hobart. They tied him down to the bunk for the race. Or put back in his stable, one of the two. Yeah, that's it. But now, look, we're going to have, um, we're going to do a stacer each each weekend uh, package for the listeners out there and do a bit of extra for the high tide people. So Crossfire, which is a side console open boat. It's a family come fishing boat, estuary boat. Um, and that's what a lot of people like just for their general fishing. You can sneak outside on a good day. Yeah. But it's an open boat with a bimini. Uh, 70 horsepower Yamaha on trailer and we'll go through it in the morning with all the loads of extras on there but it's uh, got one there for 39990 and it's a bonus for high tide listeners you just got to say you're a high tide listener you'll get a free Stacer cutting board that's a deluxe aluminium cutting board that goes in the back and they're valued at $700 for being a high tide listener that's a nice little get yeah so yeah that's a good you can go on our website and have a look Crossfire 449 it's yeah. about 15%, isn't it? 15, hang on, hang on. 15% of what? 10% is... 4000 40000 Oh, 4000 Yeah, that's right. He's on different drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of 7000 yeah. You know what they say? At least it's not $205 million. There are three types of people in this world, Blakey. Yes. Those that can count and those that can't. Uh- Talking sport. So I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was over oh, really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at three o'clock and listen to Tungsy's one-liners. Pappy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around. Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms. And then, of course, Robbo. <laughs> if Tigers don't win, he always takes his happy pills before he comes on. Weekdays from three. I'll be saying, what on earth?
is the world coming to? An Aussie in charge of Tottenham Hotspur. And it's not any club. We are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur. This is 2SM. So I got invited out to watch the State Origin. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. Now, I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life. <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down at 9.30. As soon as the game was over, he kicked everybody out. Absolutely yeah. classic. Queensland are the biggest certainties to ever go around in a football game next game. The biggest certainties in origin history. Biggest certainties. Talking sport, weekdays from three. Imagine a beautiful, clear day out on the water. Now add wind, heavy rain, and a severe drop in temperature. Add a rising icy swell and the onset of darkness. Add storm clouds and lightning. The weather can rapidly change conditions. It's important that you plan ahead, keep checking the weather, and wear a life jacket every time you're out on the water. Wear a life jacket. Don't risk your life. A message from the New South Wales Government. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners, and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 392182. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. People who take Arbor Vitae joint health for their arthritis and other aches and pains are absolutely raving about it. People like Tracy. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arbavitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300 879 863. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. I've got to tell you, Kieran, you've got to hop on Facebook and take a look at Brad's Facebook page. All you can see is people standing around with absolutely massive fish. Bradley, how do you do it, mate? <laughs> ah, it's all about the uh, way you hold your tongue, it is, I think, when you go fishing sometimes. It's was... been great. You, you guys have been dragging in some massive things. Yeah, the jewfish and the lake and the flathead and everything's been really, really good lately. It has, that's for sure. So it's... what's if we're heading out today, where would you recommend we go? Uh, in the lake. I'd go on the south side of Wanji, Pool Bar Island, and sort of some of the bays to the um, southwest of Pool Bar and the lake for um, broom, flathead, jewfish, tailor, and some reddies. And offshore, I'll sort of be heading um, to the southeast again to the deeper reefs, you know, in anywhere from, say, 70 to 100 metres for some nice snapper and trag. And also, I'm going to fish in shallows on the weekend and um, 
we'll be going for some reddies and some trag there, but I think the better ones are out a little bit deeper at the moment. So overall, how's it been? Like, are there plenty of fish out there, or do you have to work for it? I think it's quite good at the moment. There's plenty around at the moment, that's for sure. Yeah. Especially if you in the lake, if you can find a bait down the south end of the lake, it's sort of like, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of fish around to be caught there anyway. Especially flathead and tailor in the daytime is quite good. And any special rigging you'd be using going for those flathead and that brim down at that southern end? Uh, if you like flicking lures, the uh, 75 mil Samaki vibes are quite good. And you can sort of um, work the bait schools with them, which is, you know, really good. Or at the moment, you can, you know, in the nighttime fishing for brim, just the old, you know, mullet fillets, you know, strips and uh, lightly weighted baits in a burly trail are sort of very, very effective at the moment. That's for sure. So have you got charters on both days this weekend? Uh, on Sunday only. I'm uh, doing a little bit of maintenance on the boat at the moment. So <laughs> Tell me going... about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, painting and polishing. Yeah, Isn't it's it all hurt? good, but yeah. <laughs> Absolute it's all, hurt. It's all part of the deal. It's sort of yeah. got to love it. You show it a bit of love and it shows you a bit of love and doesn't stop, then it doesn't. So that's all good. And people That's, have been getting out okay through uh, the the Swansea heads this this week. It hasn't there has been uh, wind, but it's mostly been coming from the west, so that wouldn't upset it too much, I wouldn't think. No, it's very very calm. It's perfect, ideal conditions for crossing the bar. It's sort of. Yeah, it's been really, really good for that at the moment. It has been. So, yeah, that's not a problem at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just the amount of whales out there. It'd be a bigger problem than anything at the moment. There's so many whales around out there. Yeah, you've spotted a few, have you? Yes. Yes, I went out whale watching last weekend on Sunday morning and I probably would have been about 50 just in a couple of hours out there that I've seen that was sort of um, inshore. And there's a lot of boats fishing around. So, um, yeah. It's got to be aware and alert of what goes on there then anyway, that's for sure. They have been coming in very, very close this year too. It was a, a video on um, YouTube of a couple of surfers and there was a whale sitting right behind them and it, like we're right in the shallows there. Yep. Yep, I've seen them last week along Caves Beach just like behind the breakers and then they've actually got to swim out to go around the bombies and the island off Swansea Heads. They do. They're sort of... um. Really, really close in they are, some of them, that's for sure. Cool. If uh, anyone wants to book with Renegade, how should they do it? Uh, just send us a message on our Instagram or Facebook page or give us a call, uh, 0437 389 097. Hey, Brad, thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend fishing. Thank you very much. You too. Take it easy. Thanks very much, Grant. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. New South Wales politicians and senior bureaucrats will not be getting a pay rise for at least two years as legislation to freeze their pay is introduced to Parliament. I know they're doing it well, but they may have to have some rump steak instead of ice <laughs> Talk tonight has Sydney talking. Good to see these pollies closing the gap when it comes to salaries to the uh, the norm of the work across the state. With Gary Stewart. Katie Goldmine near Orange ordered to fix the dust pollution after heavy metals were found in locals' blood and in the water they drink. What happened to Hydro 2? That was a big disaster before they even started. That was a big disaster from the previous government, which uh, budget's blown way out. No, they should have listened to the locals. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm.
say goodbye to heavy milky shakes and say hello to Muscle Nation Protein Water. It's a refreshing, clear protein water supplement that's light and fruity. Each bottle is packed with benefits of protein, collagen, electrolytes, vitamin C and BCAAs. Plus, it's thirst-quenching and delicious. So whether you're hitting the gym or just need a quick protein boost, look for Muscle Nation Protein Water, now half price at Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar, and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 20 three Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approve purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSuperNetwork.com More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. 29 minutes away from five here on High Tide in our broadcast listening area at the moment. Maruchidor, 12 degrees, heading for a top of 23. Clear up there. Lismore, 9 to 22. Newcastle, 11 to 18. Gold Coast, 11 to 22 degrees. Apparently... In Kayama, it's not not too bad at the moment. Quite mild. Ross O'Brien, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? I'll tell you something. The reason it's not so cold is because he's got the a heater and air conditioner going and everything else, and his wife provides him with gloves and blankets and a beanie. Three blankets, apparently, I'm told. You got that right, Kieran? Dead the centre, mate. Dead the centre. You forget that you were up here one day and the beautiful Sharon was with you yeah. and we went for breakfast, right? Yeah, that was and, fun. And she yeah. blabbed on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't surprise me, mate. Got to get back with me. I mean, I'm, uh, I play funny games all the time, mate, hiding things and stuff. Good. Keep yeah, but is that on purpose or just <laughs> Well, both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, listen, this wind at the moment, we've got three three knots and a gust of three knots. It's as calm as anything, so it looks like if it's coming, it's going to come later in the day. Maybe when the sun rises, it might give us a bit of stick. But as it stands now, um, just wait till sunrise and have a look. 
Um, it should be all right. They got here, what, 15 to 20 recent 25 offshore in the morning. Winds turning northwest in the early afternoon. So I wait for sunrise before I did anything. Yeah, they're, they're a bit like Grant. Back. They're panicking. Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah. Could be. You know, here's Alan. The, he followed him up to Pitwater, right? Yeah. Al had to go back up, go up in reverse so that he looked <laughs> like he was coming down. <laughs> I spent more time in neutral than I did in gear. <laughs> yeah, the only thing he's not taking Look into the savings, The only thing he's not taking into account, losing, Ross, is that uh, my boat's still faster than Kieran's. <laughs> yeah, but mate, that's, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful boat, mate. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. It, it, it needs some love, yeah. desperately needs some love, but it's going to get that. Yeah. The, um, now, Alan done a good job with that boat, I reckon. It's I, a good uh, toy. It's a good toy. The little trip, little trip I had on it, you know, it was good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, no, she's good. She's Tied good boat. The wall. Yeah. Uh, Alan, Alan's boat's an absolute work of art. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I just like the overall shape. Yeah. People have said to me, what's Alan's boat like? I said, remember you used to see boats in bottles? <laughs> I said, that's what it's like. <laughs> it's been totally preserved. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> A pickled oh, boat. Pickled boat. Can I use that? <laughs> For you, of course. Anything you do with the magpie, magpies can use what they like. <laughs> always amazed oh me how people goodness. made those boats in the bottle. The work to do it type mm, of thing. Yeah. Don't they, don't yeah, they well, make put, them and they collapse and when they put them in it pops up or something weird like that? I don't think so. The holes in them nah, are big. just cut them down the middle and weld them back together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, dear. Talk about boats, a bit of a disaster, the the boat over there in America. Yeah. America. I, um, what boat in it America? It must have happened when they first He's dropped He's talking them, about mate. the sub. That's it, off, off Newfoundland. <laughs> Not in America. Well, it's close. <laughs> but then again, I wouldn't like to swim it. Do no, nah. It's a bit like me- it's near it Mexico. It's in the Atlantic, you know. Yeah. yeah it's in it, the ocean. Mate, it must have blew up when it hit the bottom, when it got down oh. there. You know, you don't know with that what, no. what caused it, but uh, at that sort of depth, they wouldn't have known much about it, unfortunately. But no, it, it it's pretty quick. You know, to go to that sort of depth and you work out the pressures that are on the hull type of thing, there wouldn't oh, be much left. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's incredible. Watching yeah. the way they made it was extraordinary, though. Yeah. yeah I'll just go, Grant. Ross, I like Grant. being on the ocean, not under it. Yeah. Listen to this. Grant, just tell what the conditions are to sign on to go on that. Oh, in the terms and conditions for being on that vessel, it says in no uncertain terms along the lines, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, there is a high probability that you will die during this uh, adventure. This is an experimental craft. So... 
everybody who steps on board knows exactly where it is. It's not actually they do have they do do tours to other places, and those vessels are certified. This one is not certified. No, it's experimental. Yeah, That's it's experimental. The aircraft too. They get away with it. Experimental. Yeah. But I was just looking, checking it up at a pressure of what is it? Four thousand meters is what the, the ship's at. Four yep. kilometers down. Uh, the pressure is about five thousand eight hundred pounds per square inch on the hull. Yeah. Right. So you think a scuba tank fills to 3,000 on a big fill, it's double that. that. Mm. 5,800 yeah. pounds per square inch. So, uh, uh-huh. yeah. It could, Not uh, my idea of fun. Oh, look, no. Well, they're pushing the envelope with it. But um, yeah. Would you rather go down or would you rather go to the, to the moon or Mars or somewhere? I like it right here, mate. I don't. I'd like to go. Kiama sounds good to me. I want to go anywhere else. I'm. I'm fighting to the last breath I take to stay here, mate. Okay, so your biggest touring would be down to Jurangong to mix pub. Yep, that'll be about the extent of it. Yeah. I'm. I'm cutting loose in a couple of weeks. I'm going for a drive up along. Cliff Road there. I've never oh, done that, okay. the new Cliff Neither Road. Neither have I. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I've only been waiting until we get a bit warmer weather so I can have the roof down, and I reckon it'd be good. I thought you were waiting there. for the concrete to dry. Nah, no, nah, <laughs> that, that's still wet, you know. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the boat's writing their name in it. Yeah, I've been, I've been past it plenty of times in the boat, but I've never been on the road on there. Must go and have a look. Yeah. I used to take people up there when it was first getting put up and that. Right. Um, we used to do cruises up there during midweek. Okay. And, um, yeah, it was really good because I'd troll all the way back and you'd surprise what we picked up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I used to take people up and, and get right in underneath it within reason. Okay. Well, where will and we go for a fish today, Roscoe? Oh, I can tell him or what's coming. Hang on. Your name's not Roscoe. It's close to it. <laughs> i got an R. <laughs> The sat- hey, Roscoe, I just want to tell you this, that we be prepared that the bluefin tuna are on their way. Okay. Are they? Yep. Well, that's good news for the boys that go out chasing them. That's excellent. Yeah, well, take course, over. Uh, the biggest problem, as my, the previous presenter said, the biggest problem at the moment is dodging whales. You yeah. know, they reckon there's 40... 4,000 of them coming up or something. I want to know who counted them. <clears throat> well, yeah, how can you tell one from the other? You just go through and scrutiny the numbers on Ticketek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only saw one going up on Monday. Yep. He was making lots of splashes. Yep. Yep. And you get other ones that come up out of the blue right in front of you. Yeah. Right at the right at blowhole point. Kind of glad I didn't see any of those. I yeah. remember oh, when, when I did the Sydney to Hobart, um, I was on the spinnaker sheet and middle of the night, middle of Bass Strait, standing between two stays to just brace myself and ha- it was only light winds handling that. And I heard a noise beside me and looked across and there's two whales about three metres off the boat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you smelt them. Well, <laughs> We had them come right up. We were fishing and we'd have them come right up to the back of the boat and stand up. Now yeah, they'd pop their head up. Yeah. And the people just amazed that. Yeah. You know, it, it was just... But now, I mean, it's just getting... Like I've said, we, we cull every other animal in the world. Why can't we cull whales? Kieran? When they get too, too many. Leave me out. I'm in enough trouble. <laughs>
Has Terry Ann speaking to you yet? No. No. <laughs> I, I should should learn to shut my mouth. I should never have gone back into the push bikes, chicken, over the um, over the whale culling. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll see what All happens. Right. Fishing. Yep. Okay. Anywhere around here, mate, you're going to get a feed. The boys have been getting good feeds all week. Um, this cold snap in the morning that we're supposed to have. Um, might uh, make it a bit uncomfortable, but uh, it'll be definitely worth the trip out, rug up, and you'll get a food. They're getting everything from um, kingies down to throwback buddy. Um, <laughs> I hate it when my brain stops. Pigfish. Come on, kicking. Uh, no, no. Um, the kingies are all been good. They've all been... Oh, not have to measure them, right? There's a few small ones which automatically go back, but the majority have been a legal size. Uh, they're all up around Bassey, down through and the entrance to Minamurra. Um, there hasn't been any up Minamurra yet, but I think they will venture up there. They might go up and come out pretty quick, but um, I've seen that happen down there. Um, Minamurra's still getting the flathead. They're still getting the blackfish up the top. Um, and there's been a lot of um, snapper and brim at the entrance down to Bombay Beach, and you got everything you want there, um, particularly the flathead on each end. Um, there's um, there's been a lot of um, brim through there. Uh, don't know where they're coming from, those, but they're there. The harbour's got had a smallish brim. I. I there wasn't many I've seen legal fellows, um on last Sunday, but um, they're um, at least they're there. At least you're catching something with the kids, you know. Along the front's the same, mate. From the well, you wouldn't go out there today with the with the um, report, fifteen to twenty knots. That's a bit westerly. That won't be too bad along the front. Um, uh, and that tend to flatten the swell off as well. Um, so you get some stuff along there, down around Friars Crack, um, further down, right down to um, 90 Mile, Nine Mile Beach, um, just below the um, Fisherman's Club there. Get some nice stuff along there. Get some nice stuff in the Fisherman's Club too, from memory. <laughs> your pardon, mate? I said you get some nice stuff in the Fisherman's Club too, from memory. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my son knows the chef down there, and we seem to always get more than we can eat when we go down there. That'll happen. It's, yeah, and uh, oh. yeah, it's a good, good spot there. A lot of people miss it, you know, because it's back uh, back away from the edge a bit. But they've got a damn big sign there now, um, so you can't miss it. It's a good, real good feed, actually. Mm. Nice atmosphere, too. You know, everyone's friendly, and it's good. Don't like to go there now, because I don't drink. <laughs> the barmaid still pour me a beer when I walk in there. I've got to stop them. Yeah. But uh, all in all, mate, I'll be uh, getting out in the water. Take the nine this west. We wait till dark, wait till dark, wait till daylight. And have another food. But at the moment, it's only about five knots, mate. So uh, just wait till sunrise and see where it goes. 
Good, good on you, Roscoe. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Have a good day. Talk to you, Roscoe. Yeah, I'll do my best. Soccer today. So. Soccer. Enjoy. It's on today. 16 minutes away from 5. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. G'day, Dwayne Russell here. Business owners serious about finding good apprentices don't waste time posting job ads that don't work. MEGT's got real people who can help write a winning job ad and post it online for free. With offices in every state, MEGT finds great candidates no matter where you are. They also have an excellent team of mentors to help your workforce keep their eye on the ball. So visit megt.com.au today. They'll help you find the right key position players for your team. That's megt.com.au. Coming home, we're coming Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP 02527 ACT TP 2300451. SAT 2327T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 12 minutes away from 5 here on High Tide. Time to catch up with Bobby Dean. Good morning. How are we, gentlemen? We're nice and warm in the studio. I bet you're in the lounge room, are you? Oh, I am, and it's not too bad this morning. That's good. Have you been out for a fish? There's only about a degree difference between here and Oberon and Crookwell. Okay. There's about 7 and a bit degrees here, and... 6.8 or something over on and 7 degrees across. 
Yeah, the difference is the apparent, but when you get the cold wind out in those places. Oh, mate, I'd hate to be in either place yesterday. Yeah. But, uh, yes, over I've got a bit of snow during the week, so seen some footage. But, yeah, mate, there's some, uh, you talk about those bluefin earlier. Uh, off Bermagui and the like, it's gone crazy. I don't like monster fish, but in that 30 to 40 kilo range. Right. Um, but, you know, uh, yellowfin off Sydney, a um, few down off as far as Kiama. There you go, just out over the shell, apparently. And the bluefin are off Kiama, but they're in about 2,000 fathoms. Right. So, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, take a spare fuel tank. <laughs> yes. You know. It's one of those things. That's how much you want to catch one. Mm-hmm. And that's a long way to go if something goes wrong. Yeah. But uh, no, it doesn't, you know, it just seems, you know, wherever you're looking at the moment, whether it's snapper, they seem to be in the deeper water. I know the water in close is extremely clear. So, yeah, in the shallows, that'll really put them on the quiet. You know, fish might in fluorocarbon traces, but uh, just go and fish a little bit deeper, I think. Yeah. But you know, truck load of the usual flatties and the like along the coastline. I just haven't seen them send out this year. But, um, there was a marlin caught last weekend off Sydney. And uh, one of the boats heading down towards Burnie picked up a spearfish as well as half a dozen bluefin. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, just at the moment, you don't know what you get, what's going to pop up. Yeah. And it's very, very interesting what's, you know, our seasons fluctuate. Sea surface temperatures and currents and the like. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I haven't heard anything from Port Hacking. I know the Georges River's the widening and pushing up now. I'm around East Hills and further up, Milpera. But the thing is about chasing widening up there, you must use square limbs. Otherwise, it's a no-show. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. Be down at picnic point. Um, normal worms, you know, tube worms, and that uh, are okay. But you go up that bit extra, and I found, you know, hardest oh, part's getting the squirties. You need a good sieve and a, and a bait pump. The thing about squirt worms, too, they, they do break up, but the secret of picking them up is you pick them up by the head and feed them on the head first. Otherwise, they will break up in a million pieces. It's um, one of those things. Just use, you know, size four really fine gauge uh, bait holder hooks. Right. Um, they, you know, they get the good hooks. It's not easy. But, um, yeah, so, and a lot of Mulloway making their way up the Georges. So, yeah, right up. They'll be getting up nearly towards the weird now. Just following the mullet up through winter. So, anyway, later on, Bobby. Hey, Bob. Hi. Later on this morning, it's about six thirty. Going to talk with Dr. Alastair Becker, who's yeah. a research scientist for the DPI, and about the jewfish stocking in the Georges River. Yeah, it's been, from what I can understand, fairly successful. Been quite a few, you mm. know, those fish they tagged last release recaptured. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of people get into tagging them all the way, but the thing is, they just got to handle them with kid gloves. You know, they, they're just 
such a delicate fish. Yeah. Or a kingfish, you can catch it and drop it on the floor and kick it around for half an hour. <laughs> Chuck it back over and half an hour later it's eaten, you know. Yeah. Dolphin fish. And I'll take it. Truck later both and yeah, you know, we two hours later we're catching the same dolphin fish at the same school. It doesn't seem to bother them. Yeah. But uh, you know, look, if you're gonna ha- release any fish, mate, you've got to handle it with kid gloves. Yes. Yeah, I see so many times you see them catching barra up in the NT and they get a barra and they chuck it on the carpet. And, yeah, right, oh, this is a bucket fish. Or, or they chuck it on hot aluminium. One thing on, I went up there first time was first thing is a bucket of water over the aluminium, chuck it on that. Yeah. Doesn't wipe the slime off, doesn't burn the fish. Yeah. Well, with a, with a uh, jewfish, if he loses one scale, he'll basically die in the end because he'll get infected. Yeah, can, can very much do, yeah. I see him on the Facebook and the blokes held them up on a gill plate and yeah. oh, successfully released. You know, I had a conversation with one bloke the other day and I just said basically, you know, it might give him away from the boat, but it doesn't mean it'll survive. Survive, no. You know, I'm only fishing Pigney Point. People don't realise Pigney Point's got about 12, 13 metres of water. And they get embarrassed for me when you see young blokes here and they catch and release on the Jews and some of them are 70, 80 centimetres. But because it's on the bend of the river, the fish tend to pull back in hard against me. I can go down 200 metres and pick them up off the shore. Yeah. You know? Made an easy feed for me, but, you know. <laughs> you know, feel-good fishing doesn't work, mate. It's like feel-good feel politics, mate. Yeah. You know, and that, that's the problem we've got. Yeah. Okay, so, Bobby. All right, man. I'll try and chase up a freshwater report for you tomorrow. Thank you, sir. We'll All right, gentlemen. Okay. And if you find somebody that's been out there fishing at O'Bron in the snow, tell them I'll, I've got a, a medal for them because that's yeah. hardcore. <laughs> Good on you, Bobby. Take it easy. We are six minutes away from 5.00 o'clock. They have updated the forecast, but it hasn't changed at all, gentlemen. It's Still exactly exactly like it was before. You were going to say something, Kieran? I was only going to say to Bobby that um, talking to Canberra, about Jindabyne and Newcombeen and that have been fishing quite well, but don't forget the rivers are closed. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I've got to mention our little Stacer package we've got up on a special for this weekend. Uh, 449 across five with a 70 horsepower Yamaha four stroke and entertainers pack, um, rego, safety gear. It's got lots of features on it. Uh, it's a good boat if you're looking for a nice family side console fishing boat. And uh, we've Dropped it down to thirty nine nine ninety, but there's a high tide bonus on it, a free Stacer alloy cutting board valued at seven hundred dollars. And if you want to check that out, another variety of eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, I showed you one before. Cause you said which one is? So I showed you the one off a similar boat and it was seven hundred and ninety four dollars. Yeah, retail price. We've so. got ten minutes before the news. How about you just read out the extras? I can't believe it. You've got a photo on one page of the boat. Then there's a whole page full of extras and yeah, inclusions. It's on our website. How unbelievable. Blakespring.com.au. Just go to the Stacer Packages, Crossfire 449, but it does not mention the free cutting board because that's for high tide listeners. Only for high tide listeners. Yes, yes. and it's got um, a 3 plus 2 boat warranty, 12 months trailer and boat registrations, safety gear, 
navigation lights, sound. It's LED. Navigation. Navigation. And so don't chew anything. They've got soft cushions too for got the Yachty. Yes. Yeah. It's got bow cushions <laughs> and everything in it. There you go, Grant. And a bunk infill at the front so you can stand there at the top and fish. Mm. And it's got a bimini. So there you go. Stacer 449. Definitely worth the effort. And five people can get on board. Yeah, it's licensed for five adults or four adults and two kids or three adults and four kids, but you've got to life, to get life jackets for everyone. Yeah. Mm hmm. It was easy, wasn't it? But yeah, have a look at it. It's uh, definitely worth the effort. Um, we've got got some there, and uh, you can be out boating next weekend or the weekend after. There's no problem. So easy. Blakesmarine.com.au. That's the one. How many you got? I got two of those stasis for that one. So be quick. Can Don't you call here and buy it? Yeah. Just give me credit card details. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's in the market. You don't believe me. This is High Tide. We're coming up to the 5 o'clock news on the other side of the news. More of the program coming your way. We'll update the weather details for you on the other side of this as well.